0: Welcome to Talking Dudes, Season Three, Episode Six. Six, I think? yeah, that's right. Six. Wow. All right, we're we're cranking these suckers out for you people. I hope I hope y'all are enjoying your ear uh, stimulation. Ear stimulation,
1: yeah. So, how's it
0: going? It's going well. It's going well. Feels like um, it's been a while since we talked. It has. It's been like I think it's been about three weeks or so. Yeah. So. Wow, it does make it a little challenging, like you know, living in alternate uh, states and time zones to uh, catch up. But it's always good. I I don't know.
1: One hour time difference is almost, it's almost nothing.
0: See, I don't know. I f- I feel like that one hour though does make a difference to me at least. Maybe not to you, but
1: yeah, I mean, it really can. Like if I want to record it, you know, in the evening, one hour difference can really make. A big difference like you might want to you might want to be going to sleep with one hour difference yeah yeah and 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 on book bites we have the same thing where three of us are in utah and one's in chicago so that's the that's central time zone like you and right yeah that that makes a difference and then one time we had a guest that was in on the east coast that made a huge difference
0: oh yeah that's tough an east coast person yeah oof (laughs) well how are you doing
1: oh man so so much is going on uh we've got almost everything ripped out of the house all the all the drywall that had terrible texture all the flooring this weekend i got a tile remover thing that's like a basically a big jackhammer on on wheels and ripped out all the tile in the kitchen and bathroom and entryway and that was a huge pain
0: yeah because
1: so in the kitchen there's half of the kitchen had two layers of tile and the first layer wasn't so bad but then the second layer underneath it it had like so the old school way of putting down tile was you had this mesh of metal and you would like staple and nail down this mesh of metal then put down your grout i don't know not grout but like thin set and then put your tile and man, that was a huge pain. So I had someone from church come help me and he was like running the machine and then I would just grab that metal stuff and just try to pull it back and then take a sledgehammer and like break up the tile and then just pull the metal back. Oh my gosh. I was so sore from that. Like my, my back is kind of messed up.
0: Hmm. That's no good. Take care of yourself, man. That's, yeah, that's important.
1: And we filled up our second dumpster. Well, almost filled up our second dumpster. Nice. It's a thirty
0: cubic yard. So, what what other progress has been made since we last talked? So last last we talked, you'd basically just barely moved in. Sound like you ripped out uh, a lot of the upstairs. Um, yeah. Or some of it.
1: Yeah, we're only doing the upstairs. So I think last time mostly it was just a carpet that was ripped up and a little bit of the drywall, but we've got all the drywall, all the floor, uh, like half the deck is ripped up and then all of the master bath room is ripped up. And so what's cool about that is the master bathroom is really tiny and we're really kind of worried about that when we sell it again. And we're gonna be able to make the, the, the roof, the ceiling of the shower like two feet higher and kind of make it it kind of had these ridges on the edge that kind of made it feel small, like a small entryway. Mm-hmm. And that's just gonna be flush. So it'll just go straight into the into the shower. And then we'll put a niche into the shower where you can put your shampoo and soap and stuff. And then we can gotcha. also like do do some built in shelves. So it was a previously just unused space behind the shower.
0: Okay. Gotcha.
1: So, um and we've purchased a new fridge and stove and the deck, the decking boards and all the flooring for upstairs.
0: So what's the order of priorities? Like where are you going from here?
1: Uh yeah, that's a good question. Also, we've decided on doing IKEA shelves in the kitchen instead of leaving the the existing cabinets. Okay. Um because They're just, it was kind of a hacked together job. Like they've got cabinets from different places all kind of put together and you can tell they don't really go together. Mm. Yeah. Um, So priority is get the drywall up, get the flooring in. Well, actually before we can do the flooring, we have to do the cabinets because the cabinets affect the flooring. Gotcha. So drywall and painting. And then at the same time, we can do the master bathroom and the kitchen. Once the kitchen's done, once the cabinets are in, we can do flooring. And then we've got uh, a whole a whole crew coming out to help us rip up the deck for free. Like some of our neighbors. Nice. Our neighbors just came by and they're like, hey, we can get a whole crew together. Just come out and help you.
0: You're like, okay. Yeah. No, no qualms with that.
1: Because that'll save me at
0: least $300 just right there. Yeah, for sure. That's really cool, and it's, it's nice to see like neighbors you know, yeah, like helping each other out. That's
1: All good. the neighbors around here are super nice. Like I feel like I've heard stories like this before, people moving into Utah, and the, the whole neighborhood comes out and helps them move or whatever, or comes over and gives them cookies and stuff. And that never happened when I was in an apartment or in the last place I lived in a townhouse, but this is much more of a, like, hey, friend, friendly neighborhood. I think which yeah, I think is you, it's pretty typical for
0: Utah. Now you just got to make sure and pay it forward though to the next guy. So that's the important part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um yeah, so what's it what's the experience been like living in a construction zone? It's not too bad
1: because we have the entire downstairs and we haven't done any work downstairs other than fixing the toilet because the the toilet downstairs didn't work and now it's the only working toilet because the both both the bathrooms upstairs are ripped up
0: gotcha (laughs) it is important to have one working toilet for sure yes do you have a working shower or bath at this point
1: or no yeah yeah downstairs it's it's a little bathroom that has a shower toilet sink but the other day I was, I was in this bathroom and some water hit me on the head. And I was Eek. like, what in the world is that? I thought I was, I, no, I look up. And so we knew the ceiling was a little bit messed up there, but it. we thought it was from something previous. So we didn't think it was an existing leak. The inspector didn't think it was an existing leak and the previous homeowners didn't tell us anything about a leak. But no. The bathtub upstairs leaks. Oh, no. Yeah. So what do you do about that? Well, the previous owners got us a home warranty, and so I called them, and I think it should take care of it for like 60 bucks. Okay. Cool. Hopefully. I don't really know how home warranties work, but it's supposed to be like you pay a small fee for, the for it's like a copay, you know? Okay. You pay a small fee for them to come out to and do a fix. And I think especially if it's something that existed before and the homeowner didn't even tell us about, it should be it should cover it. Gotcha.
0: Well, that's good. Um That would definitely uh be a bad day if, you know, all of a sudden, you know, there was a bathtub in the middle of your uh floor or something, you know? Well yeah. Floor below. <laughs>
1: well yeah, okay and when our our contractor was tearing out the shower in the master bath he was like i i'm surprised this hadn't fallen through because he took out he took out the the bottom of the shower and the the subfloor was just like soaked i mean it wasn't currently wet but you could tell it had leaked yeah. a lot in the past and you never would have known that unless you had torn out the tile and then t- and Actually, when, t- when we tore at the tile, there was black mold, and then you tear out the the under, like the concrete underneath, and then there's like messed up subfloor. But thankfully, all the joists and everything below was fine.
0: That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so not no major structural problems then, at least.
1: Yeah. And and I'm thinking with the the tub, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I think there's just like a pipe when it drains that leaks a little bit Gotcha I don't think the tub itself leaks and we and since we tore out the master shower we can see where the tub is and it doesn't there's no mold or anything underneath the tub Hmm Okay so it's probably just going to be the drywall and the ceiling below needs to be replaced and the plumbing needs to be fixed and that should be it
0: Gotcha Very cool well, how's the new job working out? You've been there for what a couple weeks now, something like that. Yeah,
1: maybe a month. A month. Yeah, it's really it's really good. Um, so Pluralsight just had an IPO. Oh, nice. Oh, Wait, no, that, I mean that was before I started. My previous employer, uh, Domo, just had an IPO.
0: Okay. Had you had you sold all of your? I don't know if you had stock in it or not, but
1: so it wasn't stock yet because they weren't public yet. But I had shares. Okay. And so when I left a year ago, I had like 90 days to to see if I wanted to buy shares. And gotcha. so yeah, so I have some shares. So that's kind of cool. I get to participate in like two IPOs at the same time.
0: Sick. Sick. So like, what happens do to your what, I don't remember what the word you use. Do those just become shares now? Or how does that work? Share. Uh, so the shares are stocks now, I guess. Shares are now stocks. Okay.
1: Yeah, because before they were just shares of a private company. But now they're public stocks, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. But I can't sell them for like 180 days. Okay. Have they appreciated since you got them? or? Yeah, yeah. I mean... But the way that works is you get a strike price that you can buy them at, and that's so you,
0: you buy them at a discounted yeah value. You buy basically. them
1: very cheap, and I don't know they they came
0: onto the stock market at like twenty one dollars a share. Okay. Yeah, and what's interesting is I actually was reading uh, one of the people who has invested heavily in Domo is uh, Jeff Bezos. Oh really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. It's one of his companies, uh, his, he has like a, oh, what do you, I don't know what you call it, like a holding company or something. And, uh, Domo is one of the companies they've invested in.
1: Interesting. Is that just since they went public or before?
0: Before. Okay.
1: Before. Um, yeah. Is that BlackRock? Cause I know. I don't know.
0: I, I remember I ran across like an infographic the other day and, uh, that was on there and I was like, oh, okay, cool.
1: Huh, interesting. Yeah, and then also, we found someone to rent out our townhouse. That's that's good.
0: That is good. Is it, like, ready for rental currently, or you got to do something to make it ready?
1: No, it's uh, it's almost ready. Tomorrow, we're getting carpet installed, and then the the painters have been not so great. The painters still need to touch up a th- few things, and they missed some rooms completely. Hmm, so yeah they need to do that like after the carpet's installed now and then the the renters are moving in as soon as it's ready like they already have the garage full of stuff
0: (laughs) nice okay well that's exciting that's that's got to be like a like a relief to you know like know that you have that source of income now
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so we don't have to pay for two mortgages now yeah
0: that's great
1: Anything going on with you?
0: Since we last talked, I did build a new desktop. Ooh, Um, And you mean computer, not table, right? Yes, desktop computer. (laughs) Uh, So I built a gaming machine. Um, So it's good because my current one was, or my old one now, um, was I think almost six years old. Um, so it was it was kind of getting time to replace it, and I couldn't run a lot of the the games that I wanted to run any longer, as well as it was just kind of slow because it still had a uh, spinning hard drive, and so a moving hard drive. Yeah, I know the same thing that like Christopher Columbus had on the Mayflower. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, So my new one, actually, I'm not sure if you've even heard of this technology. Have you heard of NVMe drives? No, I don't know anything about computers. So an NVMe drive is like the newest thing for uh, computers. It's been around for a few years now, but basically it takes a PCI Express slot port um, and it plugs in there, except for instead of it being like, horizontal like it would normally be it just lays flat on the motherboard and so it just slides right into the to a spot on the motherboard and so it looks kind of like a sticker ram Is kind of what it looks like and i got a 500 gig uh one of an NVMe mvme card for like 200 bucks and my computer now boots up in about 15 seconds
1: wow it's like a chromebook
0: yeah Basically, and it would boot faster too if I would uh, enable fast boot. I just haven't enabled fast boot. It's so. Hit the hit the turbo button. Hit the turbo button. Yeah, yeah. we'll do this retro style. <laughs> we so. actually
1: we actually got into talking about the turbo button on Book Bites for like thirty minutes when we we're supposed to talk about a we we're supposed to cover two chapters and instead we talked about one chapter and then talked about the turbo button
0: nice because my understanding is that turbo button was just a like it would switch it from like 8 bit to 16 bit or something like that i think or i don't know
1: weird i don't know you can go listen to book
0: bites i i think yeah. we 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 figured it out but i don't remember <laughs> uh there's just like an endless rabbit hole of technology that's just the way it works so what are the games that you wanted to play so there was one in particular that I really have been wanting to play for a long time now. Um, so probably my, f- well, I don't know if it's like, one of my all-time favorite games for sure is a game called XCOM, Enemy Unknown. And it's a turn-based game. And so, like, you do you do a set of moves, and then the computer does a set of moves, and, you know, back and forth you go. And you're these soldiers, and you're trying to kill aliens who have invaded Earth. Okay. And so they made a second one um, that got released back in 2016. And I've been wanting to play it for two years now. <laughs> <laughs> and so finally I was like, okay, my finances are in a good spot. And it made sense. So I was like, all right, let's just go ahead and upgrade. Um, so I did. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. So
1: yeah, I don't know enough to, about games to, to make any sort of comments on this uh yeah turn-based games have always confused well they really confused me the first time i tried to play one and i didn't know what it was
0: yeah they're definitely very different and what's funny is whenever i got xcom i actually thought it was a first person shooter that's what i thought it was oh and then i was really confused whenever it turned out to be a turn-based game and then i ended up loving it but it's a long game Like, a really, really long game. Like, it's something like 40 to 60 hours to beat it, something like that. Wow. And a lot of games these days are, like, 8 to 10 is pretty common for a lot of games. Wow. But there's a lot of replayability to XCOM 2, just because, like... You know, you can change your troops, and you can kind of take different strategies and things, and replayability it's really fun. Re-
1: replayability in XCOM 2 or XCOM also?
0: Well, in both of them. Okay. In XCOM Enemy Unknown, because te- it's not XCOM, because there was an original XCOM game, like, back in the early 90s. that And this is, like, XCOM Enemy Unknown was, like, the, you know, sequel or whatever to it. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it's been a a great deal of fun. I've already beaten it. (laughs) Since you built your computer, you've already beaten it?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) How is that possible? Let's see. It's been a few weeks. When did you finish the computer?
0: Mm, I'm not positive when exactly it was that I finished it. I could probably look at a calendar to figure it out, but it doesn't really matter. Okay. I got it done. I put the work in, and, and I completed the task. Nice. So are you going to keep playing it or play something else? Um, I have actually already restarted the game.
1: <laughs> from the beginning? Yes. So is that, is that what you mean by replayability? You start over, or you like yeah. kind of keep playing and exploring from the no, complete no, okay.
0: No. There, there's no, like, once the game is done, it's done. Because it's, it's like the end of a story. Okay. And so, basically, you... you um, I'm trying to even remember how this one ends. Uh, I don't know. So, it's not it, like it's not like you complete it, and then you can go and find Yoshi on the top of the castle. and It is not like Super Mario at all. <laughs> In no way is this like Super Mario. Other than... It's a video game. <laughs> yeah. Nice.
1: So I've been but, thinking about getting into video games again because I have not played them since really – really since my senior year in high school. I haven't really played video games. Yeah.
0: So what what brought on this, like, new spark of interest –
1: well, I started listening to this podcast called Playing for Fun. And I think I mentioned it this season already. That it's just fun to listen to these people talk about how much they love certain video games.
0: Yeah. So
1: Yeah, and and especially the the Switch looks really fun. Okay. The Switch is what you think. It, it's just like the Switch is a very interesting piece piece of technology. Yeah. That it's handheld and and it has a dock. And 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 home console at the same time. And uh, the form factor is really cool. And I like the red and blue controllers.
0: Yeah, and I will say, as my roommate has a Switch, and I will say it's not super comfortable to play with it in portable mode. Like, it doesn't necessarily uh-huh. fit super well on your hands, but you can try it out. The The Pro Controller is really worth the money on that thing.
1: I mean, it looks better than... Uh... Game Boy Advance Micro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Definitely. So, are there any games in particular that, like, you would really want to play? Should you end up with a Switch?
1: Uh, probably Mario Odyssey. I actually don't know if I would like Mario Odyssey. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what
0: is on there.
1: Do they have a Mario they Kart? They do have a
0: Mario Kart uh i love mario kart there's about to be a new uh super smash bros here i think before the end of the year that's coming out or maybe it's next year i'm not sure okay that could be fun and then i don't know you weren't ever really into pokemon i don't think were you no no never uh
1: the really the only pokemon game i played a little bit and this was at a friend's house it's pokemon snap
0: okay yeah, that's yeah. That's a Pokemon game. Oh but wait, not.
1: actually, I think
0: we might have had "Hey You, Pikachu." Hey You, Pikachu. That was <laughs> that's quite a quite a uh, quite a um, a game there.
1: Not much of a game,
0: but yeah, they're basically kind of remaking the original Red and Blue for the Switch in a way that's um, kind of also going to integrate with Pokemon Go. Um. Yeah, I didn't play Pokemon Go. Actually, I tried for like two days. It was fun-ish. Like it was fun. Like t- like I had some friends who were doing it, and it was fun with when like whenever other friends were doing it. It was enjoyable to like everybody together. Like we're gonna go try to find this Pokemon or like whatever. That was fun for like a little while, and then yeah, I just kind of got old. So like all right, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my wife had a friend at work that she played with. And she played until she left that job. And then he still plays it, but, yeah, she doesn't anymore because no, no one else does. Yeah. All right, so I think I want to bring back a, a, a segment we did from season one Okay. of Talking Dudes.
0: We did a segment called Did You Know? Oh, okay. So are you going to tell me something I don't know, or am I supposed to tell you something that you don't know?
1: You can tell me something if you want, but I have something for you first. Okay. Do you know what a spoonerism is?
0: No, I definitely do not know what a spoonerism <laughs> is.
1: Okay. So the other day at work, someone um, someone said something, and they like accidentally switched the sound in two words. Okay. They like swapped the sound in two words. And I was like, there has to be a name for that. And I looked it up, and it's a Spoonerism. A spoonerism. <laughs> a Spoonerism is a transposition of sounds of two or more words. Especially a ludicrous one. So, um, yeah, there's a whole Wikipedia article about it. And it's named after this guy named Spooner. William... Oh, Reverend William Archibald Spooner.
0: Okay, Reverend William Archibald Spooner. Good, yeah, good to know.
1: So, an ex here's an example: a whale boiled icicle instead of a whale oiled bicycle. <laughs>
0: I like that. That's good. That's good. Or
1: is the bean dizzy instead of Dean busy? Uh
0: yeah, I don't feel like that comes yeah. up too often. Like it's not a thing that happens super frequently.
1: Someone is occupying my pie. Please sew me to another sheet.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. So, so that's instead of someone is occupi- occupying my pew. Please show me to another seat.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Huh. And then it gets even weirder. Because, um, you also have a kniferism and a forkerism.
0: Wait, what? Now, now I need to know what a kniferism and a forkerism is.
1: Yeah, hang on. All right, so it's it, it's a little confused. These are kniferism and forkarisms are both types of spoonerisms. Oh, okay. Because spoonerism doesn't say like what part of what words you you switch. So, um, hang on. So nipherism is when you switch the vowels and uh forkism is when you switch the final consonants. I don't know why someone decided to like specifically come up with those. So like hypodemic nerdle.
0: <laughs> That's that sounds interesting <laughs> for sure.
1: Or the Duck and Duchess of Windsor.
0: (laughs) The Duck and Duchess. Or
1: or, uh, President Hubert Heaver. Uh-huh.
0: Anyway, yeah, so that's Did You Know. All right. Cool. Well, I now now know what a spoonerism is, and I'm not sure if I have quite a grasp on the kniferism and the -er forkerism, but, you know, that's okay. But you know they exist. I do. I do know they exist. Oh, so I have another interesting story that I think um I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Um so I don't I I like to explore things like and just find you know out of out of the ordinary things. I, th- I think of it as I like to explore things maybe that I, I don't know maybe- maybe like touristy trap kind of things maybe is a good way to describe the things that I enjoy, so like like if you were a tourist and you were looking for like a like what are the top one hundred things to do? these are things that might appear on that list kind of deal
1: okay. okay, um
0: and so one such thing that I did uh recently was I visited this house here in Austin. Uh, called Casa Neverlandia. What? Yeah. It, hey, I don't know. Um, and so the outside of this house is very interesting. And so it's like the entire front of the house has been, like, mosaic. So it's, like, all mosaic and stuff. And then a lot of the outside, too, of the house, um, so that's, like, up high, like, is the mosaic. And then, like, lower... There's like plaster, everything is plastered, and then they have these like tubes, uh, like he kind of uh, got the idea from a Dr. Seuss book, I think it's Horton, no, I don't know, one of the Dr. Seuss books where they have these like listenophones or something like that, I can't remember what they're called. Mm, Horton Here's a Who? Yeah, I was thinking it was that, but that doesn't sound right. Well, the Who's have all sorts of weird instruments and stuff. So maybe that is the one. It doesn't matter. Um but uh so, you know, you can pay and you can get a tour of this house. Oh, and I also forgot to mention that outside, it started off as a interesting thing was like, you know, cuz this guy's been like selling house tours for a really long time and he's like an artist as well. And so like he's done a few public artworks around Austin as well as um, like he sells art, you know, that you can buy. And, uh, so it started off as just like kind of a joke. He put this like rubber duck on top of this branch that was kind of in the way of the walkway. And it's just like to tell people like, Hey, you know, duck, you know, so you don't hit your head. <laughs> and, and, uh, so it turned into a, like a popular thing amongst geocachers, and so now there's, like, all these, like, rubber ducks, like, of all sorts of, you know, colors and varieties that, like, are kind of in this one section of this guy's place. And so, you know, we meet the guy, whatever. He tells us a little bit about the outside. Okay, fine. So we walk into the house. And, you know, it's it's an interesting house. Like, we're like, oh, okay, cool, you know, whatever. We're... You know, not necessarily paying a ton of attention because, like, he's kind of telling us stuff as we go. There are a lot of really unusual things about this house. So, as you know, former Texan, you know that it gets really hot in Texas. Yep. This guy has no heating or air conditioning whatsoever. Okay. Zero. When did you visit? Uh, like, two or three weeks ago.
1: So, July or June. End yeah, of June. it
0: was June. So, so, no heat or air conditioning, and then, so, like he invites us all to go into the living room where he's gonna you know kind of give us more of the spiel or whatever, and so I sit down and you know we're we're all just sitting there waiting, and then all of a sudden he tell he's you know starts giving us the spiel or whatever, and he's got this cool like fire pit idea that I've never seen done before, where it's like the fire pit is built like probably two or three feet below the rest of the house Hmm. so that it can be indoors and, like, you know, it'll catch, like, all of, like, the, you know, like, the wood shavings and the, you know, uh, embers and stuff that, like, come out and everything so it doesn't get, like, into the rest of the house. Okay. And then, like, all of a sudden he starts to tell us, like, oh, yeah, he's like, you are sitting in the air altar. Air altar. And I'm like, I'm sitting in the air altar and he's like yeah it's part of my neo-pagan beliefs and apparently the fire pit is not a fire pit it's a fire altar and then he has an earth altar okay and then also a water altar that he is currently remaking apparently um is there an air altar yes that's what i was sitting in was the air altar
1: oh with the fire
0: it's no, not a fire different, altar. Different places, yeah. So, so we were sitting like on a couch that apparently was inside of the air altar. Okay. Which the air altar, in my opinion, was basically just like a bay window kind of thing that was painted blue. It, it there wasn't a whole lot to it. Okay. But the earth altar was more like, like, uh, like gems, like you know what I mean, like stone, like gems or whatever. Okay. And then he told us that um, he had some gems that apparently light up at night. Hmm. Like in Indiana Jones, I guess. I don't cool. really know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then, like, we uh, we went and toured the rest of the house. Small, like, pretty... It's interesting because, like, it looks really large from the outside, but you get inside and it's not that big. It only has one bedroom. That's hmm. all it has. And so... Uh, we go upstairs to this giant room and it's basically the, I don't know what I would call it. It, It's like a multi-purpose room, I guess is the best name for it. All right. And, uh, it's got a very like, uh, like, I guess like China kind of feel or maybe like India. So it's got like the reeds, like in the small reeds and everything, like lining the walls okay um and he had he had this like tower thing that he had built to where you could like look and get on top of this tower and see downtown austin which was i mean it was interesting i don't know like a like a castle tower uh less grand (laughs) less (laughs) grand than that more like a deer blind kind of thing okay okay (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was really tall, but it had this... like a fire fireman's pole, and he said he used to let people go down the fireman's pole, but apparently some people have gotten hurt going down it, so he doesn't let people do that anymore. <laughs> wow, yeah, he
1: doesn't have you sign a waiver
0: no i didn't I did not sign a waiver, okay but uh I mean, we'll put it this way. it was definitely a unique experience, not one I think I will forget uh soon. I'm not going to say I would, like, recommend it, <laughs> but I will say it was memorable. That's funny. It, and he lives there? Yes, he lives there in the one bedroom. And okay. Did his bedroom was his- very interesting because it was, like, every sort of animal print you can imagine. So, like, Ooh. zebras and, like, cheetahs and, like, giraffes and, like, and he had a tree. He had two trees in his bedroom.
1: Wow, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: it, it was it was different. <laughs> so. It's
1: the House of
0: Never Casa Neverlandia. <laughs> that's the name of it. <laughs> uh, when, when did they he say like keep Austin weird? This is one of the things they're talking about.
1: I mean, he has he like registered it as his, its own country or something or
0: I wouldn't be surprised. It's, I mean, not that not that he is.
1: could. Um one place I would like to go is. Oh, dang it. What's it called? It's like water. Waterland. Waterland? No. Uh, I don't know. There is a place that's like. It's their own country that's on this little island off the coast of the UK.
0: Like, do they have their own currency?
1: Um. I don't know if they have their own currency what is it called hmm i'll have to look it up i'll tell you next time all right
0: and then all i right. think the the final thing that we we were going to discuss is incredibles 2 so first off did you see it i did okay so let's just start with thumbs up thumbs down um thumbs down. Thumbs down. Okay. Yeah. What about so you? I'll i g- I'll give it a thumbs up. It's not it's definitely not like two thumbs up. It's not I don't think it was as good as the first one. Yeah. Um but it was it was enjoyable. It
1: was fine for a kid's movie. Like it was some kids' movies are hard to sit through. Yeah. This had its moments that were hard to sit through, but it has some really enjoyable moments. Mm-hmm. So, overall, it was fine. It was, I was pretty happy with it. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, can't believe I sat through that, you know?
0: Right. I will say, I don't feel like there were as like good of lines in this one as there were the first one. The first one, I feel like, you left with like a like a series of like funny lines to say, and I don't feel like that was the case with this one.
1: hmm I, I don't know it's it's hard it's hard to remember all of the lines actually i can't I can only think of one from the first movie, so there's
0: something incredible, I guess, and something amazing
1: oh guess. amazing, oh of course amazing,
0: yeah. yeah. what else? Uh, the other one is no capes and then no capes like that yep and then where's my supersuit that's another good one
1: hmm oh frozone
0: yeah frozone where's my supersuit okay um that may be all of them that's not it's not a lot well and but I mean that's more than a lot of movies like you don't necessarily like and that's a long time ago like that was a long time ago that we saw that movie.
1: I had no idea it was that long ago. I was 16.
0: Yeah. I mean, Incredibles 1 was quite a while ago. So,
1: yeah. Um yeah. The best parts were definitely Jack-Jack.
0: <laughs> I Jack think Jack, Jack with his like bizarre abilities that yeah.
1: Yeah. Jack-Jack carried that movie.
0: And I will say, too, I don't know that it was a good decision to pick, like, just shortly after the first film. Like, for the timeline.
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, I didn't know when it was going to be. I figured it would be shortly after because I didn't didn't see the trailer, but I was aware that Jack-Jack was still a baby. Right. I think because of Jack-Jack, it had to be shortly after the first movie because Jack-Jack is so overpowered you you just can't have him grown up and in control of his power, yeah. Because he'll he'll just wreck everything. Uh, well, wreck everything or just squash enemies immediately. Yep.
0: So you know it was it was good. It was interesting. Um, I definitely like really want that motorcycle that uh, Elastigirl has. That's a sick motorcycle that can like expand like that and all that
1: that the motorcycle doesn't expand
0: well it breaks apart or whatever it
1: yeah it basically breaks apart into two unicycles which is only useful if you're elastigirl
0: hey maybe i could get elastigirl (laughs) powers i don't know like you'll you'll be Elastaboy. yeah i don't know but this i mean it raises like some interesting questions like around like what is a superpower like a superpower that's popped up a couple times recently that I think is an interesting superpower uh, that I'd never seen or heard of before. So in Deadpool two, there's a character sure. called Domino. Oh man, has,
1: I have not seen Deadpool two. You're not about to spoil that, are you?
0: I don't. This is this is like common comic book knowledge. So okay,
1: literally. all right. But, but okay. her her
0: her <laughs> ability is luck. That is her ability, like or her okay. superpower is okay. just luck that's all i'm going to say. but there's also a person um on the flash who has the superpower of luck. and it's like can you call luck a superpower? like
1: <laughs> yeah, there there's a uh character in a fantasy novel that has that superpower. i mean, it's a fantasy novel, so it's not really he's not a superhero, but
0: yeah. it's interesting to like put that into the like like, it's hard to define, though. Like, what exactly is a superpower? Like, I'm not sure what a superpower is.
1: Does, does Gambit have that power?
0: Mm, I don't think so. I don't think that's exactly what he has. Okay. He
1: can just throw
0: cards? I don't even know. Yeah. He, he can interact with cards, essentially. Cards are like... Well, he's, he's magic, too. There's that. He, he's, he's like a magic person. Which I have another, like, that is a bone I have, is that I do not believe that magic belongs in comic books. Because in my mind, like, magic is its own thing. It does not belong in comics.
1: Wait, wait. You can't just throw comics out there and, and exclude something from com- comics. Comics is a medium that can contain any... I think any- of comics,
0: I think of, like, superheroes. And I do okay. not think a person who uses magic is a superhero. Because okay, to me, that- it's like... Magic is a thing you can learn. A superpower is something that you just get. Okay. So, so that's why to me magic does not fit in superhero universes. Okay,
1: superhero universes is better. Because like the comics like, I, I read,
0: Strange, knowing magic does not work cuz it's like he goes and learns magic. Like uh-huh. it's not a thing that he has. He doesn't have magical abilities. He goes and he learns it. It it
1: seems like there are three or four okay like four types of superheroes. Okay. There's uh, magic. Mm-hmm. There's uh, inventions, like Batman.
0: Okay. And that's a there, pretty small group. There's not many like that.
1: Yeah, um, you could almost put James Bond in that category, but he's not a superhero. Um, then then you've got like kind of your normal ones where they acquire it from like nuclear things. usually nuclear yeah <laughs> yeah it de- kind of depends on what era we're we're in like the 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 origin stories kind of evolve with the way, what the current technology is anyway and then there's aliens yeah oh wait oh and then another one is gods right like yeah Thor. and, it, and
0: it, what's really interesting though is is like it's almost assumed, regardless of the superhero, that they have super strength. Like, everyone has more than normal human strength.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like all the superheroes in Avengers movies, they don't do a good job explaining what their powers are. But they're... <gasps> they they're don't
0: g- do it so that they can add new powers whenever <laughs> they want. <laughs>
1: See, and I feel like that's a major problem. Man, we're getting way far from Incredibles, but that's a major problem with these superhero stories. If you don't know what the rules are, then how can you have a satisfying ending? Because you can just end it by making up a new new superpower.
0: Yeah, I mean, why not?
1: Okay, so the Incredibles, the Incredibles, too. Yeah. Um. I thought it was very predictable.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. Um, I mean, I'll definitely say I didn't see it coming who the bad guy was. I really thought it was the brother. I did not think it was the sister.
1: Well, I thought it had definitely had to be the sister because she was technologically savvy enough and she had the motivation because he really liked superheroes and she didn't. Like, Right. Was she, like, she thought that her dad should have just yeah. gone and hidden but I, I actually at first i thought it was both of them because they had elastigirl go and wait and listen to a, sp- a police scanner at a very specific time and place so i thought they both had to be in on it because that's that's just not a good plan to just right. go and wait
0: yeah, I, I was very skeptical about that. I was like, this is like the underground superhero approach to do this. Like, I don't know about this. Yeah.
1: So I was like, they've got something planned out already. They know something's about to happen because they did it. But no, right. yeah, just her. And then, like, she used the same goggles on the bad guy as she put on the superheroes. And she she expected no one to notice that they're wearing the same goggles.
0: Hey, man, if Clark Kent can hide his identity just by wearing a pair of regular glasses, why not? <laughs> no, like, he hides like, his identity by taking off glasses. yeah, I don't yeah, I mean th- th- you kind of have to suspend disbelief, you know that's just kind of the nature of that kind of movie but do you, uh, do you
1: think uh Superman is wearing? non-prescription glasses or if he's actually wearing prescription glasses and one of the superpowers is that he can degrade his vision
0: so actually if we're talking canon superman here the glasses were actually originally given to him to help him cope with adjusting to life on earth so like he couldn't control his heat vision or his x-ray vision and so these glasses were designed to help him control those things. Wow. So like if you took off his glasses you get his his laser vision would go off? Laser vision or x ray vision, yeah. Okay. Basically. And so that's that's the whole reason he has the glasses. That's funny. So there is a purpose behind the glasses more than just hiding his identity. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but for what it's worth, um, a couple years ago. I mean, you knew me uh, back before the beard was such a big part of my life. Is it? And, uh, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a thing now. Like, it's a
1: thing. I didn't know it was a big part of your life.
0: Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of like the thing that everyone knows about me is that I have brown hair and a red beard. Okay. Like, it's really kind of a defining trait for me. Um, and a couple years ago... I shaved my beard, just cause. <laughs> Terrible idea. Um, and I actually had a number of friends who walked into my apartment and thought they were in the wrong apartment. <laughs> they were like, "Wait, what? Who? Who are you?" Like, and then it eventually it clicked. Like, "Oh, you just don't have the beard." But that's that's strange. It is so. shocking.
1: It is shocking when you see a, a bearded friend all of a sudden without a beard. It's like you're
0: seeing someone naked. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Your face is naked.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
1: I know exactly what you mean. Like I've seen friends who have beards all the time, and then when they shave it, it they're like, it was a mistake, right? But... I think part of that is it's just it's a, such a a change. Like any sort sort of change like that takes a long time to get used to. Yeah, especially for you, right? Because like every time you look in the mirror, it's gonna be like whoa, and because <laughs> you don't see yourself most of the time. But then you look in you look in the mirror sometime later, and it's like whoa, what happened to me? What happened?
0: <laughs> Who did this? Yeah.
1: Whereas if you're growing out a beard, that happens
0: gradually over time. Right, right. But, you know, I've had this beard now for the most of my past six years of life. I've had this beard. Um, so it's it's been a staple for quite a while now. Nice.
1: Uh, does this have a point? Does this relate to Incredibles or?
0: Well, we we were. <laughs> this related more to Clark Kent and. His ability to to conceal his identity and my ability to conceal my identity.
1: Oh, okay, so that would be a successful yes uh, so, disguise.
0: So if, if I was a superhero, what I would do is I would live my normal life with a beard, <laughs> and then I would shave my beard whenever I wanted to be a superhero. And then but you I would, would have just to have magical, mystical beard regrowing ability.
1: Well, not magical because that doesn't belong in superhero comics, but. Yeah. You would or superhero real life. It
0: would be my superpower. It would would be be (laughs) one of my superpowers would be to regrow my beard really quickly.
1: Not just beard hair, any hair.
0: What if what if I could rather than regrow it really quickly and like having to shave it, what if I could just retract the hairs? (laughs) <laughs> like the, yeah. the hairs retract into my face like retract. Wolverine's claws.
1: Right. All right. And then you could grow it out as well and you can make it razor sharp and you could like make it go and grab a bad guy. Yeah. I any mean, of your any of your hair all over your body.
0: I think I need to start a comic called Red Beard Man.
1: Red Beard Man. Uh when you need to work on the name. Red, the red Beard Red Beard is better.
0: Just Red Beard. Just, yeah.
1: Just I, but beard. I kinda feel like it's taken.
0: Well, he was a pirate. Redbeard was a pirate.
1: So yeah.
0: Pirate? Uh, or we could also go with the uh the the name that I love that uh I saw on uh Xbox one time, which is Gingerbeard Man. <laughs> what? Yep. Gingerbeard
1: Man. Um yeah, so the the disguise could be an eye patch, and just eye one patch? just one eye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um,
0: even though the eye works totally fine, you just wear an eye <laughs> patch. <laughs>
1: Only problem is if if the bad guy sneaks up from the right side, hmm. you're blindsided. So may, maybe blindside. Blindside.
0: Ooh, that is a cool superhero on name. Blindside. I like this. Not now I just need someone who can like make comics and we can make this a comic.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I patch I patch might be a mistake.
0: I don't know, it sounds cool. Like the more the more you kept talking the more I was buying in. I was like, "Yes." Yes. Okay,
1: so speaking of comics and you were mentioning you, you were kind of conflating that with superheroes. Right. The only comics I read are The Walking Dead and anything that's not superheroes. So, um recently I read The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Okay. You remember Sabrina the Teenage Witch?
0: Okay. I was wondering if it was going to tie into Sabrina the Teenage Witch, is so, it or not? Yeah,
1: yes. So, originally that was a comic. Oh. And it's made by Archie Comics. Okay. And you know how they've done uh Riverdale based on Archie. I did not know that. It's a yeah, it's a show on Netflix, and this comic is a kind of a remake of Sabrina, and it's dark. It's like okay, it's definitely horror and it's very dark, and has adult themes and all. I mean, it's yes, uh, very more real life witch stuff. And anyway, so they're they're making a Netflix show called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And the comic at least has some crossover between Archie and Sabrina.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I don't I don't think I would watch that, but you know.
1: No. It's not it's definitely not for everybody. It's <laughs> it can it can be a little disturbing.
0: Yeah, I I prefer not to be disturbed. That's my preference.